Blog Talk Radio. Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday. It's uh, November 18th. It's 2020. I'm your host. I'm Travis Bryant. Joining me as soon as possibly, uh, possibly uh, will be Cameron Hawkins. Um, but in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the contact information. We are an interactive show, so reach out and contact us in one of these many, many ways. Uh, there are two ways to have your voice heard on this show. First way, get in line and call us. Hit us up on the Constellation lines, and we will talk to you live on air tonight. I'll hit the Constellation lines up at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103 to talk to Cam and myself live on air tonight. Second way to have your voice heard if you can't call us live, you can drop us a voicemail. Voicemail is there for you. It's got three unadulterated minutes for you to question, comment, rant, rave. Heap praise upon your uh, gracious hosts. Uh, voicemail can be reached at 415-787-5229. Once again, that's 415-787-5229 to leave a voicemail. You can always drop us a line on email. The mailbag is always open. Hit us up uh, at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Once again, that's East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com for all your email needs. Uh, <clears throat> let us know in the subject or at least in the body of the email somewhere, whether you're VIP or non VIP, which segment of the show that you want your email read in. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Travlord. You can find Cam at Seahawk, that's C-E-E, Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash Torch East Coast Cast. Go ahead and give us a like, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies, and spread the word that way. Um, I think Cam is going to be in charge of our uh, our parlay account, our, our parlor account, whatever that's called. So he'll be over there. Uh, <laughs> that's not happening. So get that out of the way early. <laughs> uh, speaking of, let's go ahead and bring on co-host extraordinaire. Cameron Hawkins. Cam, welcome to the show. And, and another thing about those liberals, <laughs> couldn't imagine, man. Couldn't imagine. Oh, oh man. man. Like if you're one, of, like if you're just like one of the people that truly 
somehow like aren't like a bigot and don't think, but you're like, you know, I don't like how Facebook or Twitter is, you know, put stuff out there and, you know, they're not to, who are they to, to, to tell what's true or what's not? I, so I'm here for freedom of speech. And then when you show up and everybody's like, fucking niggers and faggots and that, you know, and like, what, do, you, do you not turn around <laughs> eight cents and style and go, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, like, I right. deal with that case. Yeah. Uh, do, do those people exist? I imagine everybody goes, yes. Whew. And when they walk in and hear and see all that kind of stuff, they go, this is what I'm here for. So when your favorite former uh, torch host shows up on there, uh, understand that. Uh, no, it's just economic anxiety. And, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, too many arrows get slung. What's happening, Cam? How's everything? I mean, you know, cool, man. We out here, you know, living a little bit. Everything's everything. Cooking folks on Twitter. He called that lady Cooney Chung. What the? (laughs) You lost Cooney Chung or whatever the fuck the line was. (laughs) And then she said, yeah. And she said nothing back. She had to eat it. Such an L. Her and that that other guy. But she lost by like a few hundred thousand in a race that only had a few hundred thousand people votes. Yeah. (laughs) You got you got fried. And And it was a third party. uh, I'm pretty sure there was a third party candidate. Yeah. In that race. Yeah, she got. I can black Republicans never mad at the white people for not voting for him. Hmm. Right. I never thought. I never thought that. <laughs> never. Yeah, I'm never. Right there. <laughs> I, one of them, except Clarence Thomas, absolutely loves white people to the point where they won't criticize them. I don't get it. <laughs> it's not the path to the to the, the big house. I mean, white Cooney, house. Cooney Chow. Wow, that was. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, let's try to get back on track. Um. Uh, where where are we gonna start? What's the uh what's what's A block worthy this week? We had a, a nice week of T V, some storyline progressions, uh nothing I don't think out of left field or yeah, either way, negative or positive, just a nice Yeah. Nice I week mean, of wrestling T V. Some good matches. I don't know if we even like I don't know how in- extensively we even talked about it last week. I mean, we were we were very aware that Randy and Drew had a rematch. I feel like we both agreed that there's really no intrigue that we have in. Matter of fact, this was before. This was when Randy won the title. We were like, oh, we don't like want to see Randy Roman. Like, there's no intrigue there. There's no interesting story there. Um, and I think that WWE did. I don't know if this was the plan all along, but I do think you give Drew a kick in the pants by having him come out Friday and be like, nah, Roman, I'm going to get the title back, and you're going to be facing me. Yeah. I, I and, think that, and, and watch this. Here's a preview uh, on your one year subordinate. Running through Jay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Drew McIntyre in, in, in – uh, in a 
no DQ match, thanks to Randy Orton's constant harassment of Adam Pierce, and really thanks to everybody's constant harassment and stressing out of Adam Pierce. Um, couldn't have done it without you guys. Like everything he's had to deal with, being like you know the de facto authority figure, and then Randy getting in his face one too many times. Um, you know, leads him going no DQ. Drew regains the title in you know impressive fashion. Um, my my favorite part of this whole story, though, like every once in a while, WWE will do this thing. Well, oh no, that's it though. That's that's a big part of it. But every once in a while, is WWE will do this thing where they remind you that these are actual people with actual histories and actual relationships. And so, regardless of Sheamus's alignment, um, you know, he just came out of the feud with Big E. Beefing with Keith Lee and Braun Strowman, um, I don't know if you'd even even classify Sheamus as really a tweener, but you know him and Drew backstage, like, what's up, man? Like, I ain't seen you in a minute. I see you doing well. Happy for your success. Um, like catching up on you know the glory days. And so then this week he's like, yo, I don't know what you're going through, man, but I, I reached out to your mom. I feel like this would help. And you know, like you said, had the sword, had the sword and the gear. Um, like it just being a natural relationship between two guys who traveled the roads together, came up together. One guy sees that his man is looking to, uh, you know, reestablish his spot and does what he can to help him in a way that a friend would. It's like, okay, like, of course it means that Seamus is turning on him eventually because it's WWE, <laughs> right? But and, and, and Drew's going to need a good storytelling. So it's just, those kind of comments and stuff. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also just that's how that's the story that's being told and it's um, it makes sense. And like you started with, it's a it has history, you don't even have to work but so hard and people go, Oh they make those connections and instantly the story gets more credibility because they can, you know, go back over a decade and have memories of those two together or on YouTube or the network if they don't remember them themselves. So yeah, just that little bit. Uh, helps so much. And again, Drew's going to need opponents, and Sheamus is perfectly good main event standard. (laughs) You know, guy. Um, As far as the title change goes, uh, you you thought that was the best idea? Okay. I just just think that... We didn't didn't really see... No, 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 continue. Go ahead, my bad. Yeah, we didn't see, we were like, well, we hope that Drew gets through, you know, gets through quarantine, gets through the pandemic with the title, so we can see how people react to him. Like, there's really no way to gauge outside of what people are telling you, um, you know, of where he stands. And and it's not like having the title on Randy puts him in, like, it doesn't bring put more people, put more eyes on the TV. It you know, it, it's just a thing. It's just an accomplishment for him. And granted, we've said, like, Randy's been good all year. He really has been good. But, you know, like, it, it's it's him having the title doesn't create fresh matchups, doesn't create interesting uh, conversations. Like, it's just a thing to do. So where, where I think Drew's been good all along, and I think that Randy did bring a certain fire out of him, I think you go with this. Like, I think this was the right move to make. And there are just a lot of things you can do with Randy that don't always have to be with the title, and you're afraid of what they do with Drew with him not having the title. So what was the point of the last three weeks? 
Huh? So what was the point of the last three weeks of Drew to even dropping? Um, no, I, th- I think it was to do the thing. I think it was to do the thing to get him hot, you know, in, in a sense of, okay, Drew's been champion. Randy's been his best opponent. How does Drew respond to losing? Like, what is his trajectory then? You know, like, they um, there's a reason that, you know, Austin would lose the title on weird technicalities. Like, Kane beating him in the first blood match where Kane is wearing a goddamn triple fat goose in Under Armour, underneath the triple fat goose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's, it's to get that push on a Monday. I think that to get interest in what happens on Sunday, you built that up on Friday. Like, you alluded to the fact that these two guys who have never really been at it in Drew and Roman, I'm sure they've wrestled before, but have, you know, never had that full-fledged one-on-one feud, like, that thing's there now. Um, at least... It's why SmackDown is being used as a vehicle to get uh, to to try to get some eyes on the brawl. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, at this point, once the title was off of Drew, it made sense to uh, to I think put it back on him <clears throat> as soon as possible. But I'm of mm-hmm. the uh, of the mindset that she should have never dropped it. I think you can you you come up with more creative ways than to have an arbitrary not arbitrary, but it's not like that Hell in the Cell was just some memorable thing. It was one of three. Like, I'm just thinking back to how I felt at Hell in the Cell, like when the title changed, and it was just like, what? What's the point of that? Why? And yeah, they had three weeks of some good TV, getting getting building up to this past Monday's match, and that intro was fantastic. Um, the only thing would have been better, it was cheesy and made him look bad. But if did Orton try to pull the sword out? Like I don't think I saw that part. His whole intro. I didn't see that. Imagine if he just tries like smugly, like stupid ass sword. Watch this. But then he really can't like pull the thing out, and it's just like, uh oh, bad omen. <laughs> but yeah, no, that didn't do a little much. Um. So so last last win. No, before we even get to Wednesday, let's talk about this. Uh, let's talk about this. The the video, the two aspects of the the video. It's not the video, the trailer or whatever you want to call it. That director X or who did it? Director X. So director X used to be used to be little X. I don't. That's gonna help somebody. Ah, I knew there was somewhere. uh, Yeah, he used to be little X. Uh, So he's uh, to just to give you guys an idea. um, He was a visual consultant on Belly. Um, He's done. what? Usher, Kanye, Jay Z, Corn, Fado. Yeah, he's he's done he's done all the videos. Um yeah. When videos made, super made a difference um, and cost a lot of money to make. <laughs> like people that are twenty two years old, like, okay, I make videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think I'm a direct yeah. 
I got programs on my computer. I can make videos. Like now, with my yeah. when videos were young fucking movie productions that cost millions of dollars to make and made a difference in album sales and fandom and all that stuff. I hate to sound like an old man. Back in my day. My favorite Little X video. Um, gosh. Uh, started from the bottom is up there. Was he like uh, the, the, the direct lineage Drake and Future of 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 uh of Hype Williams? Hype Williams? Yeah. Like yeah. Like he's yeah. the the, the next exactly. next guy in that yeah. line. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Did uh. I don't listen to Corn, so I wouldn't know if Coming Undone is a big thing. Um, mm, no, did the I mean, band play video? video. They they were still making good music, but they weren't. Uh, they weren't yeah, in the anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaliyah's care for you. He did. He did hot in here by Nelly. That's probably the one. Like, <laughs> did uh, one twelve peaches and cream. Everybody's seen that video, right? Uh, yes, my um, shit. The myst yeah, the mystical shaky ass video, that was him. Of course. Uh the the for this podcast, Ghost Facing, you got uh Shazela Ghost. Oh my so, god. Tommy yeah. lives on the road. All of that. Yeah, DMX, what's my name? Um so, okay, so we're we're burying the lead here. What did he do, Travis? Okay, so he he directed a trailer or Maybe more than a trailer, but what we got so far is it was a trailer for this for for AEW essentially just kind of a hype video for AEW. Nothing specific, mm-hmm. not like oh the show that's coming up next week or nothing, but just kind of an overall. <clears throat> and it's very well done, is very well produced and directed and all that stuff, and very glossy and professional. Um, but AEW is doing that thing where. They're trying to talk talk themselves into being over. Like this is a new thing. This is a revolution. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, is it though? Like I get like it, everything you're saying and the visuals and the, you know the glossy production says. Oh, look at this. This is something to be paid attention to. But people that paid any kind of attention to it, like yeah, doesn't really anything. You know, revolutionary or different. It's, in a lot of ways, it's you know WWE light or indie I mean, heavy. Like one what's interesting is, is melding of those things. But it ain't a revolution. Yeah, it's like, like on, as good WWE's production team is. It's WWE's production team. You know, so even the really really good stuff is going to look like WWE. And, you know, having a big budget but not having an in-house production team, I think is why this thing stands out as much visually as it does. Um, WCW puts that video out or something like that, touting those things, at any time in 1996, either before Paul and Nash and the t- show up in Hogan's turn or after. That they, like, it was ob- like, oh, yeah, this is, you know. WWE was vulnerable, and they came on and have the, the audience, and you know things like that, and steadily grew, and then boom, the big, the uh, the all show up, and then the turn, and things exploded. 
They're doing something. Yeah. So, anything else uh, in the last week that uh, that should that stands out that should be talked about uh, at the time? Um, anything from uh, NXT or NXT or anything? I was going to say, both Survivor Series matches look like ass. Oh, um, like Liv Morgan in the goddamn the, the, the Survivor Series? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, apparently uh, Mandy Rose is actually hurt. Um, So I think they pulled Dana Brooke too, but now, like, I, I don't know. Both, But the men's and women's matches both look stupid. Raw trying to get their stuff together to have a match. SmackDown side's actually interesting because you want to know exactly what Jey Uso is going to be directed to do. That's the only interesting part of all three of these teams, though. Like, yeah, uh, we were guaranteed a banger between Sasha and Asuka. I think, I think you let Sasha get the clean win because um, Asuka doesn't need it. You know what I'm saying? She's certified. I think that Sasha, even in a, a non-title matchup, getting a clean win baby face against babyface against Oscar, I think would be a big deal. Um, uh, Street Profits, or not Street Profits, New Day and Hurt Business put on a fucking banger on Monday. Oh, my God. That was just, like, I think so, Xavier Woods. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, remember we were, I think, maybe it was Rich and I, but we were talking, oh, what do they do for their finisher? Because Big E is the base on their, uh, mm-hmm. uh, not Morning Glories, whatever they called it. Yeah, because it's uh, Big Ending, uh, yeah, Midnight Hour. Midnight Hour. Big Ending yeah. into uh, Modified DDT. DDT yeah. Yeah. But okay, the, so let's so just uh, knee, do a, a sitting so backbreaker. The over the knee, yeah, the, the backbreakers. <laughs> My God! And then just, yeah. yeah, and then I think it was Sid that took it. Sid's athletic enough to do almost a goddamn backflip from that right. position. From that position, um, yeah. And really quick, so I don't forget it. Uh, mm. As much as I shit on John Morrison for being unfunny and uncharismatic and having terrible timing on everything, that move where Alexa jumps off the steps onto his shoulders and he mm-hmm. flips over the barricade mm-hmm. and neither of them die. And I, I'm aware that yeah. there's probably a mat on the other side. That's why he signed right there because he's one of the few people who can do that and not die because he is crazy athletic. Yeah. Um, and I was going to bring up right? that spot to say, well, if the, whole, if the whole Alexa Bliss thing was for that spot alone, it's like, all right. <laughs> I'm cool. Because that was Ridiculous, and Bray's reaction to it was well done as well. Like, like, oh shit! All right, yeah. she down for the cause. Um, but no. So Xavier Woods probably being the least athletic person in the match, which probably has more to do with bulk than anything else. Uh, looked great. All four of them looked great. Like what a match! So good. And you got to like I pulled up a picture of like Kofi and Shelton from like '07 or something going at it. They're still very no. much at the top of their I game. I uh, a fucking boob drop. Oh, a buckle bomb, but whatever. I yeah. catch him like that. Like, Beautiful. How do you jump up that fast? So, yeah. Um, that was some good camera New Day prophecy. Like, like, there's no way that 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 yes. that. Because they go high good. on the camera. You can't find Shelton. And he's yeah. standing up under Kofi. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, yeah. They are, um, yeah, New Day 
Street Profits. I feel like that's going to be really, really good. I probably give the New Day the win there just to humble the Street Profits a little bit. You know, just to let them still be the young up and coming team because they, I mean, they really dominated since they won the titles. You know, um, I think that would be cool. Uh, yeah, you gotta look at promos going in, so that makes so that comes across like that, and like that 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 story's told like that. Kofi or Xavier's like, you guys says exactly what you just said. You guys are on a tear since. you won the titles, but you know, you keep burning so hot and don't understand that you know whatever. Make it sound good, you know. So we're gonna humble you a little bit, and, and then they do in the hard fought match, and that's the that's the story told. They shake hands at the end. So talking AEW, <laughs> AEW pissed me off this week. Did you yeah, see? Did. Uh, did you see? The the Jericho MJF segment. Uh so uh Jericho is uh it's like uh MJF's induction and he's talking about how much he appreciates everybody and this motherfucker starts reading Drake lyrics. Oh, Rich told me last week. Like, yeah. As his speech. No, it's but like then the asshole, I tweeted something to, out to to now. Oh yeah, in the, during the thing. But then I think it was yesterday I tweeted out something about like not missing the club because the club don't miss me. This motherfucker gonna tweet me Marvin's room. Wait, what? Just that Marvin's room or lyrics from the just the title? No, just the title Marvin's room. Like motherfucker, like leave the gimmick on TV. Leave me alone. Um, But yeah, he he's killing it right now. That really is like an interesting way to keep one of your top guys on TV in segments without him competing for the title or a title right now, because they're like in the two hours that they have, they're doing a pretty good job, not wasting people. Like, have you looked at their latest top five rankings for men? It's uh, Omega because he won the uh, tournament followed by MJF. Who's like 11 and one, Followed by Cody, who's 20 and 3 and 1. Followed by uh, Brian Cage. Followed by Ricky Starks. And those are the guys who are, you know, Cage having the FTW title. Well, and Darby Allen. I mean, Darby Allen. But they're not ranked. They don't exist in the rankings. Um, But yeah, so you push this thing with Kenny. Cody just lost the title, but was ripping it up until then. Um, of course, like I said, MJF's in that prominent position, but his feud, per se, is with his faction. And then Cage and Starks are in a faction together, feuding with Allen half the time. So, like, it just, I'm like, okay, hey, top of your card is making sense. Um, guys, if you are listening to this show live, um, you really, 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 really want to watch... Uh, AEW tonight because it's uh, the Bucks in top flight. Like again, I'm not the biggest Bucks guy, but I'm I'm always admitted. You put them in there with the right guys, you're gonna see some good shit. Like it's going to be super athletic. So yeah, if you're if you're listening to this live, AEW is what I recommend you tune into this week because that's gonna be a crazy match. Those kids are so good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to 
Yeah, I didn't hear. I had got put on to them a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen them in real action, so maybe, maybe, maybe I'll tune in. Yeah, it should be it should be good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. Do they get a title shot? Because I know the Bucks are. Bucks are... Yeah, this is a title match. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Hey, NXT is plugging along with a uh, plugging along without. Okay, Leon Ruff. I guess before we get into calls or emails, how are you feeling about that? That whole thing. Um. So like him winning the title period. Yeah, and the angle around or the storyline around it. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that, uh, you know, I think that Priest and Gargano, like the thing that they have, extends past that. I I love seeing a babyface feeling like they were wronged or slighted and not stopping at just losing. <laughs> you know, like it's it's real beef. Um, I I love Leon Ruff winning the title, raising his arms, and the belt slipping down past his waist. Yeah. I love it. I, I really do. You know. Yeah, um, if you're gonna have a you know hundred and forty pound guy as a champion, I guess don't run away from it. But <laughs> <laughs> I think that you know, he's um like we know how good he is, you know, how good these, these AR Fox kids are. Um so, you know, I hope that he's still credible in the ring. Like I hope they don't take that away from him. Um because there was a comedy spot. I hope they don't make him comedy guy. You know? Um but yeah, uh, it's cool, you know. Um, that's, I think that's, uh, that's the fear that uh, yeah. worked once, and you know, if he's if he, look if he if he's got it in him, you think Santino Morella is like regretting not being a serious act once he got called up to WWE? Probably still spending them checks. Right. Like, yeah. Give me give me a Cobra sleeve. Ten bucks right. And I think um, I don't know if they time it right But because I want to see both of them I think tonight is Rare Ripley Yoshirai for the title mm-hmm. Yeah They got some things Again they, they really have found a way To like have things keep going Without Finn being right there Yeah I mean they're like You know what we're just going to feature The fuck out of Finn ba- or no, Pat McAfee And let him have a 20-minute chunk of the, every show <laughs> that he's on. So, yeah. yeah that, that and he's done all right. Him. He really yeah. has done all right for himself. holding up his end. Good on you, Pat. And then some. Took a nice bump from, uh, from, from, what's his face? From, Drew, from Drake Maverick. God damn. Yep. Well, that a little too well. Like, he's in it to win, man. He is in it to win. He's he's very committed to it. Um, you know, gets gets in there and talks. And I think that like when the world opens back up, his talking is going to translate. I think. Like I think that's still going to come across well. Hope so. All right. Let's talk to some people. 
we got um, a couple of one one ones on there. So if you're one of them and you want to put your hand up, press one for me and let me know. I don't uh, bogart you onto the show. In the meantime, let's get to a, an email Jabron sent in uh, from Vegas. Uh, he chimes in. He says, what up, fellas? Two questions for y'all this week. Uh, I'm sure y'all know by now that the new that the new Xbox and PS5 has, has been released. The new Xbox is out, too? Yes. So, I mean, I understand why, and it's, 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 people are finally catching on and growing up to a proper brand, but nobody's talking about having an Xbox. What the fuck? Nobody got no damn Xbox. Are they, they're about the same price. Aren't they all price, price uh, point about the same? I think Xbox might be 400 and 300 instead of 500 and 400. Mm. But... Do they not have any release day games or something? Yeah, I can't. I can't tell you what's on that console. And you're a fan. You're an Xbox. Somebody, no, yeah. I'm no, I'm an Xbox owner. Don't call me a fan. Um, I'm somebody who has one. Um, but I feel like they would be bombarding me with what they're selling, and I can't even see it on like the homepage or anything. I have no idea what they have. Hmm. Maybe. Oh, maybe they're waiting for Christmas. That's whatever. Um, he, he says, and since I know y- y'all both game, I want y'all thoughts on the ridiculous markups on these systems. People have bought them uh, asking for as low as 900 to 4Gs for these systems. For example, I've seen someone on eBay with a total of eight Xboxes for sale at 1300 apiece. I game, so I figured I'd ask y'all thoughts. Uh, to note, I haven't bought the Xbox yet because I feel like the first batch of systems uh, are hit or miss as to them having problems. At the same time, though, if I knew people would be willing to pay this kind of money for them, I probably would have bought three just to sell, sell them for the hell of it. I'm a sneakerhead, and I don't see prices like this unless it's some super exclusive shoe. Yeah, for something that's going to be in three months, Certainly in six months, it's easy as fucking anything to get on the shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand this this race to be first. I understand the race to like to get one like off the shelf, then be first and have one of the first batches. But to once you don't get one and the people that are willing to pay nine hundred bucks. I mean, if you got it, I guess I can't, you know, whatever. But I'm yeah, a decent amount of people probably. I don't. And it's not a great idea for their finances. I try to, <laughs> to get one period, let alone. Yeah, I try to cut know. people a little slack because no, of that. Like, you know, it's a pandemic. Like, you, you know, you need something to do. You going crazy out here. I do get that, but not enough to pay more than what it's worth. Like God, they set a price for a reason, and they're coming back. Like you said, it's not like uh, sneakers where you know they might you might not see them for a year or two. It ain't that. Mm-hmm. Um, video games, man. Like play the shit you got while you got it, and then when the shit comes back, then play that. Like it should not be a rush on this. Yeah, I just remember 
I, I, I just catch myself and be like, remember when, when in 2016-17 when I was super content with my PS3 and playing NCAA 14 for the rest of my life, like, I'm cool with this. And then the show, then the bastard broke. You know, it's like, well, it's been 10, 12 years. <laughs> it's been so I guess it's about that time. And then I got a PS4 because, you know, I didn't have... But I got it late, a year in or whatever, two years in. I, I, yeah, I, and my and everything's just fine. I don't know. I play the same goddamn game over and over again, no matter what system it is. Uh, but yeah, again, I get why people would stand in line or want to be the first to have it to play the first day or week or whatever. But not enough to go on eBay and. You know, spend triple the amount. Thirteen hundred dollars? Come on, come on. Just for it to be maybe, just for it to be uh, a Gen One, like you said, and it don't. You know, I I know I heard some of the PS Fives are overheating, and some of that stuff is just an update will help that. You know, it's not necessarily a hardware issue. It's just something that they can fix. What a patch, keep something from whatever, but yeah, just wait. <laughs> we can rush. You know, just hype the but get Sony stock to bump up another percent and a half for the week. Uh Jabron, second question, why the hell is WWE bullshitting us with this Undertaker being done? Uh I get that he's had thirty a theater, thirty year career and they're doing a big thing for him in Survivor Series. However, I just feel like either Vince or Triple H will talk him into another match at next year's WrestleMania. Uh, what do you think is the chances that he'll have a match at next year's WrestleMania or the year after WrestleMania? Uh, I believe I just believe they would like him to have his final farewell with fans at the show. Wait. Oh, oh, oh. With fans at the show and not with little screens. <laughs> Uh, well, they can't help that. We fuck around and be doing the same shit in two years. We'd be, we'd be on Corona 21 and shit. And yeah. Won't be fun. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, don't, think, uh, I don't think he's going to. If they do a whole big thing, I, but I said, probably said that before. Go ahead. Yeah, Bleacher Report did an article about uh, this kind of last run for The Undertaker and about how people feel about it. And they uh, happened to include a tweet from a certain young man who said, uh, I don't know why you guys are getting hyped for this. I said farewell to The Undertaker six years ago. Um, Intelligent young man. Awful handsome, too. Damn. Yeah, just think of remember. Yeah, just think of 2014 and the whole streaks over and where we thought his career was at that time. Here we are, six years later. Is he gonna? Is this the final farewell? Uh, or or Jabron's asking? Will we see him in two years? Uh, two years from now, WrestleMania. And it's, it's just I don't know go away and like it's you know, just... get his hips fixed. He went, got his hips fixed, and came back. Yeah. Are you risking your new hips? 
Must be nice. Yeah, but this is what they do. I mean, if you're in, from a WWE standpoint, you, it's hard to blame them for milking it for everything they, you know, that, that it's worth. So, anyway, thanks, Brian. Appreciate you. Get money. You Get money. Yeah. All right, let's talk to Kylan up in Newark. Kylan, what's going on this evening? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Yeah, you know. What's on your mind? Okay. Before we get to the real big story of the week, Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll start you off with the Rather light question. Okay. I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this or not, but back over the summer, Edge and Daniel Bryan were named wrestling advisors, quote-unquote, on the Raw and SmackDown creative teams. My first question for this week is, which other wrestlers would you like to see named to such role in in the next year or thereabouts? Cam, any ideas? Any thoughts? Um, I mean, that's always hard because, you know, so many jobs, <laughs> so many jobs exist, and you never know how many of those guys actually need to do that. Um, I'm trying to think of who would be good in that role. I mean, AJ, when he kind of transitions to that spot, um, of course, is Sami Zayn and the Kevin Owens, you know, those are guys who you can kind of trust like that. Um, I feel like. MVP, you know, is probably already kind of there, but, you know, once he's done being on screen, I think he absolutely fits that role as well. Um, So that's a few guys. Um, Of course, on the women's side, absolutely Natalia. Um, And I think Ruby Riott would get there one day, but Natalia is probably like the woman who would be like kind of best suited to do that. And Beth Phoenix for when she's around, for sure. Yeah, those are some, some good ones. I'd add uh, Big Show onto that specifically for, uh, I guess even that's about agent. It's more creative. Not sure if, uh, I'm just kind of thinking about it from an agent standpoint, putting big man matches together. But, um, hmm, it's got a head for it. I think MVP is a good one. But like you said, it's already kind of seeming that he has a, especially how he got her business to actually matter and not be, you know, for a little while, a week or two there, we're thinking, oh, well, her business had a nice little run with both taking him serious. And then uh, they came back and had a nice plans, maybe. 
Yeah. They got the so big plan. I think, and I think we can attribute a lot of that to MVP and his vision of what he wants that, that faction, that group to be and mean. Um, so I think that's a logical one. Yeah, I'll stick with, I don't have many to add, just thinking of it from a strictly creative part. Like, who has storyline ideas? Who's more than just putting matches together? But who can, who do we think has, like, the chops and can go up against Vince? Like, no, this is why the storyline should go this way, or, the, you know, that kind of thing. I'm not sure. Say Matt Hardy, but he's not with the company anymore. I'm about to say, yeah. I don't know if that's really Jeff Forte. No, no. If they Jeff, need hey, uh, kill the liars, boy. Musical uh, liars keep talking about shit. Oh, I did not hit you with that car. <laughs> Another DWI, and I'm out of here, man. It wasn't me. Mm. I like how they're like they won't say the quiet part. <laughs> but yeah, no, not another one. I can't deal. Kylie, did you have uh, somebody in mind or somebody's in mind for for what? No, Kylie, for his question about the the creative gotcha. Um, he he has a name that will probably surprise. Surprise you, but I'm I'm gonna say somebody like a Mustafa Ali in, in terms of he he can, he can add the 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 farm flavor perspective of. This is how you should portray non-African American or non-white performers. Mm-hmm. You absolutely need a guy like that hanging around for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just if anything, you hate to keep put it this way, just to keep keep motherfuckers honest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just to keep, you know, fucking chicken jokes from falling through the cracks. Cesaro, I think, will be another good one when 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 Triple H finally takes over because he's he's good at you know the straight the straight. The straight wrestling perspective and not having his character be forced to do the Gaga stuff as Pat yeah. Patterson labels comedy. I think Owens and Sami Zayn, specifically Owens, is it was said, but I think he's the best of the current wrestlers who aren't, you know necessarily looking to transition to that anytime soon, but aren't rookies either. I I think he's the, uh, 
just be, just based on personality, a guy that eats to bit eats, drinks, sleeps to business, kind of, and also has a bit of personality to him. That's always uh, that's always a good combination. Anything else for us tonight, Carlin? Oh wait, yeah, that was your light question. What's your what's your heavy duty question? All right, now now we're taking the kid gloves off here, guys. There you go. <laughs> okay, Kylie, go ahead. What we got? You better be good. You hyped it up now. Concerning Zelina Vega's release here. Damn. Yo. Yo, how did we forget to talk about the show? Do we not talk you. about it? Yes. Kick off, Kylie. Thank you. Oh, man. Yeah, so what, what specifically about her? Go ahead, ask your question. What what impact does Zelina Vega's release combine with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris officially winning the election despite yeah. the, what the orange goober has to say? Shots fired. On that man's head. Having a union and better quality of life for the wrestling business. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, hopefully we get that thing we don't get that thing of, you know, a bunch of not that Biden or Harris promised any of this, but you know, fucking Yang. Has made himself uh, put himself out there and all that. So hopefully something happens. But this was just egregious. Like why would they do this at this time? Like yeah, wait a week. Ten was it ten minutes, Cam? Yeah, and I think that in fair, I feel like that's her getting them saying, all right, we release you. And then her saying, you know what? This is how I feel. Right, And right. then hitting it. Cause, the like, even fail. they're not that petty. The visual is amazing. It's a ten, literally 10 minutes later. It's amazing. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but it was her kind yeah. of putting her, you know, like, uh, once you think about it, like you said, like a, a little bit and realize that, uh, that's not how they handle things. Like that's, <laughs> but, but man, that was the story. That was the narrative. No matter how uh, uh, untrue, it's uh, it just it's a it's a, a negative that only it's not a stretch. Put it that way. People weren't like no way. People were immediately Trump were like, Kennedy wow, said, that tweet got her fired. And didn't think yeah. two seconds into it. Because it's she's like, making, well, yeah, I see that happen. They, they say she's making $75,000 a month on Twitch. Whew. Like, killing her WWE contract, killing most people's WWE contracts, in fairness. You know, I I wouldn't let them take my money neither. Like, you know what? I'm good. I'm just gonna play Mortal Kombat and get paid. So from WWE standpoint, 
they don't want her. It's not like they want her to stop. They want the lion's share of what she's making. So it's not like they're like, no, we're just protecting our brand. We don't know. It's unsanctioned. It's, you know, this, that. They're not even trying to claim that with this Twitch and and, uh, uh, OnlyFans Mm -hmm. stuff. Do any of the wrestlers have OnlyFans? I assume any of the... I'm not sure. But they uh, they want their cut. They're not trying to be moral or like, well, are we all out for the brand? And just, nope, they're just like, no, paying seventy five grand a month. We want fifty of it. <laughs> Fuck. And she's not. You can't. She, you can't even. Sure, she's on TV getting an occasional push. She's never got or anybody that she her or or. or when she was with uh, what's his face on TV, they got stop and start pushes, and you know, on TV, not on TV. She's not a superstar on TV. She's a WWE superstar because yeah. they all are, but she's not a fucking star. You can't say she's the reason she makes that money. Like, no, she was like I follow her on Instagram probably in the last since I've had Instagram. She's one of my favorites. Because she does the cosplay stuff, and that's why I like looking. Mm-hmm. And she's been killing that that brand, that genre, that aesthetic, the video game stuff. This is what she does. She would be on Twitch no matter what, and she's good at it as far as like marketing herself and all that kind of stuff. Like that's why she makes the money she does, not because she's a fucking on WWE TV. Like I would not, I wouldn't let him. Like you said, I would let him take my money, man. Like no, can't mm. do it. Real, I'll be able to play. I'll be hot and personable and approachable and being able to play video games for a lot longer than you know, just on average, you know, how long women last in WWE. A lot longer than uh, you know. It's like imagine a. It's like Robert Smith. Like, okay, I can be a running back for the next maybe, maybe four years, or I can go be a fucking. Mm-hmm. I got options. I'm gonna go do this. And she wasn't even she trying to leave. They just, you know, you won't give us stuff. So to answer the question directly, I think it's a bad look because it's like you won't give us this money you're making outside of us, and you're trying to make this half-ass. I get the I get the argument like well you're over here with us and we shouldn't see a piece of that like well no eat a dick I'm an independent contractor and they're just setting themselves up for I think or potentially setting themselves up for a lot of uh, for a lot of hurt down the line because they're they're not doing that thing of pretending right now so they can. When it finally, if it comes to a head, they can go, oh, look, we gave Selena Vega the freedom to do what she wanted to do. And, they're, you know, eat it now so for the, so their business can go on in the long haul. So Andrew Yang don't come and shove a fucking broomstick up their ass and for the next uh, four, you know, years at least. Um, play ball, like, okay, okay, sure. Let a couple people slide by if that's what you want to think of it by as. And then business goes on as possible. You can get to screw up, you screw your talent and rip them off with fucking deals and downsides and all this kind of stuff. And your your percentage can stay at 8% as far as revenue made 
compared to talent, you know, money paid to talent, payroll or whatever, uh, where all the major sports are at least like 30%, and most of them are 50 but the lowest sports one is like 30, 32% of revenue made goes directly to salary. WWE is at like 8%, maybe 10, but probably not to brag about all the money they've made uh, in the last year or two. I don't think they've uh, given out a bunch of bonuses and shit, <laughs> you know, and to keep things even. So, yeah, that percentage might be down to 5 6% at this point. So they're just setting themselves up for potential uh, potential uh, litigation and their business changing in a major way in the next four years. And uh, I think this independent contractor stuff, at the very least, at the very least, they're not going to be able to classify people as independent contractors in five years. So if that happens because they're doing dumb shit like firing Zelina Vega when she don't want to fucking, you know, because she, they they can make a case for, she can make a case that they were trying to extort her. And you could argue and they'll argue against it and, oh, that's harsh words and whatever. But it's like, what would you call it? You get a shrewd enough lawyer to present that. Like, what the fuck else is it? Especially if they start getting into the numbers, like how much of your Twitch account did they want? Uh-huh. And if it's like more than 50%, shit, if it's more than 10%, it's absurd. But you know they were at pay more than that. You know yep. they were. Because they see it as just, you sitting there and not doing nothing. Yeah, and we gave you your, we gave you your style. We you gave you your whole your whole fucking platform. I'm just yep. so entitled, and they're gonna pay for that entitlement. I hope they pay for the entitlement. I, I'm not assuming Joe Biden and fucking Kamala Harris are coming riding in and save the goddamn day uh, for any of this shit, <laughs> any of it. Wrestling, the world, <laughs> Corona, maybe maybe they'll get this shit. Because that that'll be the big thing. That's the one I think. I think that one there. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna attack that one. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, that's uh, those are my thoughts and Cam's thoughts, uh, Kylan. Anything else for us? Let Let me add this real quick. Mm-hmm. Even, even if even if Andrew Yang, Joe Biden, and Kamala Harris. Don't don't help business. About a half hour after WWE announced they released <coughs> the leader Gabrielle Carteris, who was Andrea Zuckerman, the, the oldest student on the original Nilo Two One O, who mm-hmm. is now. The head of the Screen Actors Guild announced oh, yeah. that that she is now looking into ways to get wrestlers into the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't. For years, WWE and I'm going back to the 
eighties to the national expansion in eighty five and eighty four. Um they've been able to have their cake and eat it too, which is a stupid phrase because what's the point of having a cake if you can't fucking eat it? But you gotta get what I'm saying. They've been able to be in the mainstream but be still wrestling. Like when the bad shit happens, oh it's wrestling, when steroids having people die, when all that kind of shit. Oh, it's just wrestling. Um, and they've been able to ride that way through even the Rocks and John Cena's uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, skyrocketing mainstream appeal. But, uh, you're, you know, you, there's a it's thing. That, hey, you're on sports, you got Sports Center doing segments on you. You got this kind of, you're not going to fly under the radar and that kind of stuff. When people start realizing when these wrestlers make friends and are on these movie sets and they hear the stories of how they're fucking treated, they're just going to be as pet projects, <laughs> right? Like the screen actors guild ladies, like, like my nephew really likes wrestling and he's a huge Sasha Banks fan or whatever, and. And, you know, I met her on the set of The Mandalorian or whatever, and she told me, and it's just, you, you just never know how, you know, they've been able to get away with it so long, I doubt it even comes into their thought process uh, uh-huh. about, about treating people. Um, I, I think recently, for me personally, just reading all these lit RPGs, and some of the best ones are the ones that focus on the AI that the game is made out of being so good that the NPCs in the, in the, in the world and the game that the people are in are like real people. They have their own personalities, their, their history, all that. They're not just, you know, Skyrim fucking, Oh, I took an arrow to the knee. I'd have been an adventurer just like you just random say the same can mm-hmm. lines over and over again. And the way you treat them negatively and positively, uh, uh comes comes back and, and, and people pay for their, you know, treating, treating NPCs like shit or they pay for treating them good. So I, I'm just in that mindset, it's just like, yeah, yeah, all that shit comes back around. And some people are wa- always watching and you can't get bigger and bigger and bigger and more and more mainstream and brag about how all these connections and all these different networks and shows that you've, you're on, or you beat sports, or you you beat all NFL, and this these little facts that they used to do, and not expect the Screen Actors Guild lady to take notice, or you know whoever to pull up on you for sure. Mrs. Mrs. Friends with whoever from the set of this show or that show or this game show or that game. Yeah, just takes one. It just takes Ellen to really start caring about her friend. I don't know who she, who she could be friends with and wrestling. <laughs> but, you know, just imagine if Ellen just happened to take a shine to one of the wrestlers that got, got on the show. Her and Xavier Woods just hit it the fuck off. <laughs> he beat her in Street Fighter and talked shit to her so much that she was like, I can't, I really like this, this, this funk is up on this kid. <laughs> and they became fast friends. And again, you hear about the story. Yeah, they're setting themselves up for, for a bad way. So, But thanks, Colin. Appreciate those... Uh, yeah, appreciate it, man. Those uh, thought-provoking, good topics and questions. Um, let's head down south and uh, probably wrap things up with Terrell in Georgia. What's happening, D? What up? 
how y'all guys doing on um, Trap Trap Eve um, um, Eve on Trap Eve you know it's Trap Day tomorrow I don't know what none of that is that you just said it's um, Gucci versus um, Snowman Snowman versus um, all I know is I'm hearing I keep hearing about this guy killed your man and why y'all gonna be in the same room I'm like Whoa! All this is new to yeah. me. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really but follow. But he's not team. having it, boy. Uh, so yeah. So what happened? Like back in the day or whatever? Who shot who? Whose friend died? Uh, what it was supposed to be? Um, it was supposed to be that um, Jesus sent some people up, dude from my um making. They come up and um get at Gucci. So while he was at this uh, house, I think he's at a female house. Dude ran up on him and started shooting when he was walking out the door. So when Gucci said, uh, when he started shooting at Gucci, Gucci dropped, but he killed him instantly on the spot. Wait, he got ran out on somebody and got murked himself? Yeah, yep. but Jeezy put a put a bounty on Gucci's head. That dude was trying to capitalize on it, and Gucci killed him. Like a, like a wrestling open bounty? Like anybody can collect, bring me the scalp, and I'll pay? But it it wasn't a random dude. It was one of it was one of Jeezy's boys who went to go do it. But yes, nigga from the hood, really from a nigga from the hood. That's all. It was it was like nigga from the hood. Say, I I do that. I capping for you. And that's just been an open kind of secret. Or did anybody like pay for? You can't just. Bounty on people. Oh, he, he didn't really Everybody knew about <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> the dude, the dude, he didn't finish that bounty. You, you said Gucci got shot. So, obviously. No, Gucci like, didn't get shot. He got shot. Oh, yet, but no, no, but he, he, he got shot at Gucci killed the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He didn't even get a lick in. What a perfect. <laughs> it's a shame. You know what I'm thinking about? It must have been like, uh, 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 what's the name? The fucking Nas song off of It Was Written When He Was The Gun. And he was like, I'm done with this shit. The gun was like, mm-mm, next time, I, next time he pulled me out, I'm jamming in his hand. And that is exactly, man, was like, what's up with all this shit you was talking? Pulled the toolie out. And, and nothing happened. And then my man was like, oh, shit, I guess I Got time to respond and ends up getting popped himself. <laughs> and that's damn, I blessed somebody getting murked, but what a, okay. And now they're gonna sit down in, in the same room and have a fucking uh, Verzeus as uh. <laughs> oh yeah, they're gonna sit down in the same room and then uh, uh, going going to a party, the after party after. Mm. Mm. It's the long clan. It's the long revenge. Yo, somebody get shot on versus live on Instagram. Y'all heard it here? It's a long, it's a long play. TV don't go. This is <laughs> this ain't funny. Why I'm laughing so heartily? Oh, <laughs> this, is like, this is like um, this is like mm-hmm. Fifty and um, Jaru getting in the room with each other. Which Fifty came on on the Bradley Club and said it would never happen. Right, because he respects the fucking beef, and you, he's still clowning that man now. He looks like a fool. 
But you know, I clearly don't respect you or your career, anything you your your commercials for, for Greek restaurants, none of that shit. Yeah. It's so been too petty recently right now, to, to 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 uh pull some magnet and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because um, Gucci just um, put a video up there. He said, "Hey, is this a, um, is the versus battle um, hey, uh, does the, what we wear count too? Because if he come out there with that wax sweater and hat that he had on that album cover, I ain't coming." <laughs> they said that wax sweater and that dumbass hat. I love it. Wow. Are they gonna fist fight like before they start saying and rapping? Nah, they've they been in the same. They, same spot since this though, like they, you know, they like to play that up. Try to get the most most watched. Uh, what's been the most watched versus so far? Gotta be Luda oh. and Nelly, right? No, oh, no. I don't think so. Brandy and Monica, they did a meal. Oh, for sure, for sure. Whole different audience. Uh, it's like a kids movie. Like you can't bring kids in the parents. So <laughs> double the money. Uh, hmm. Interesting. It's gonna be. It's gonna be very interesting on what on how it go down. So we will. Wait. Who, so then I was watching a Swiss Beats and Timbaland on Jesus and Mara from like, a couple months ago. And uh, did they come up with the concept? One of them come up with the concept of the verses? They both came up with it. Yep. That's why were they, they own it. Were they the first ones they or something? They weren't the first one. The first one was Lil John and somebody else. Oh. Lil John and T-Pain. But Switch um, Beat and... Um, what's going to call them, came up with the concept. Hmm. But this is the first real versus battle, because when you think of a battle, you think two people that got some kind of rivalry. Yeah, yeah. It ain't going to be all too friendly. You might play a couple of songs, because, you know, Gucci Man got a couple of songs where he talks, where he taking real shots. Saying names and calling y'all to that man. Mm. First Gucci Mane song I heard. Jesus probably ain't into that type of life no more. He done got no. They talk about in that one. I don't know some thread on Twitter. They're like Jesus is Beverly Hills. He left that hood life a long time ago. About to marry an Asian lady who said black people are just for fun. You know, different life, man. Unfortunately, yeah, that happened. Um, yeah, damn, what was I gonna say? Fuck. That's gonna be exciting. I heard y'all talking earlier though. Um, I'm surprised. Um, Cam, you mean y'all were bringing up games? You didn't bring up the AEW um N64 game. Oh yeah, you just doing it. Wait, N64 game? That's how the graphics look on there. Oh, <laughs> you ain't made a game since I was waiting for the punchline. Damn. Yeah, it looked all right. It don't look so all right. <laughs> yeah. 
you getting way beyond benefit of a doubt. You getting benefit of the loose and loose straight off <laughs> the N sixty four. That's because that's the last game that I remember them guys making was no mercy. That wasn't even on what are you about? Um, PlayStation. Uh, um, they left them. They left WWE went to two K in like the last ten years. Really? You're talking twenty but years. But people ago. who making that game that acclaim, uh, I caught that Japanese studio. I thought that was time they made a game. I thought that was a big deal because Jukes was back in the wrestling, and everybody was mad when they stopped doing those SmackDown and SmackDown versus Raw. WWE left them. The people who made it, they game, last game they made was on um, a game that was on the N64, if I'm not mistaken. Not on the first PlayStation or the original Xbox. I don't know. I won't argue. I, that's something I, I don't uh, have the inside scoop on. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, especially when you, you know, with the graphics that you get now. And I know you as a person who done said on here plenty of times, why would I want to go back and play one of these yeah. ancient yeah. games when I'm yeah. used to the graphics yeah. that I'm having now? No worries. Look, my girl asked me, she said, what's the big deal about the, the PS5? And I was just like, you know, without like, like, what do you mean? Like, she's like thinking of it like, oh, yeah, like, you know, what's the difference between the iPhone 11 and the iPhone 12? Like, no, 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 no iPhone fucking 11 came out eight months ago. Like this, my PlayStation 4 came out five years ago, and this is the new one. There ain't been a new system out, and she just wasn't getting it. And so I played her, I showed her a, a walkthrough of Siphon Filter from PlayStation 1, and then I turned on Red Dead. I was like, this is the difference she's between like, PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 4. So she's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's, not just, it's not just video games. There's there's levels to it. It's like she's oh, purposefully yeah. not getting it. I feel. Anyway, <laughs> are you uh, are you uh, uh, getting the? Do you have a system yet? Did you get a five or an Xbox, or are you going to wait and then? If um, so, which one? I got I got um Xbox and and I mean new ones. Did you get a new one? What are they called? X one. I got a I got a I got a Xbox Series X and I got a PlayStation Five. Oh, oh, okay. So doing doing it all. Flexing. Yeah, I looked up in able to So the Xbox again. I, I, we talked a little earlier. Nobody's really uh, talking no, about. No, they it. don't have no um day one exclusives. No, they do not. Most of the exclusives they um move back day one exclusives. Yeah, PlayStation got like 25 games driving on day one, plus all the free games. Steve was like, he went to the PS5 store. Well, they don't even have all the free shit. That they, they only have, have two like, day one, two exclusive. That's Demon's Souls. I don't like um, That's not a big deal. I don't care about exclusive shit. Yeah, but um, if you want to say Xbox Series X, you got um at least 200 games that you can play on there that um you the graphics. How many games do they have? How many games does Xbox, the new Xbox, have that are new Xbox games, not ones that are playable, like replayable? Um, new. If you um, because you really people don't try to count those, but you got those indie games from those all those game companies that they bought, creators that they bought. So 
no, 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 no. Like PlayStation got twenty five twenty five games. Like when they did their launch, they showed all the trailers for all their twenty or twenty five games that they that'll be out day one. Um did Xbox But only three of them only three of them I think a bunch uh, of those are indie games though. I feel like they have four games. Yeah. And they cross and they cross platform those twenty five that you're talking about. They only got two day one games. That's Demon Soul and um I forgot the other. Because you could play Miles Morales on the PlayStation 4, so that's not a two um PS four. Are you serious? Yeah, Spider Man's a PS4 yeah. game. Yeah. Be- look, look, of course it looks better on the PS five, but yeah, it's a oh, yeah, PS4 but I don't plan on having the PS five for a year and I don't wanna fucking have to wait a year to put Miles Morales. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be And then wild. the other games are a bunch of PS uh the PS Plus series, so your God of Wars and all yeah. those. Yeah, they only have like three or four exclusive, like, full titles. Oh, okay. Right. See, Xbox mm-hmm. don't have any because, what, uh, Halo got pushed back and a few others got pushed back. Um, well, the, medium, no game, the medium got pushed back. So, yeah. So you get um, a new January, Xbox, so. what do you play? What are you playing on your Xbox? What did you get? A couple of in, a couple of indie games. Um, still playing my Destiny and um, other stuff like that. Two K look amazing. Waiting on GTA to drop that. Um, that new expansion for GTA is going to be the first game. <laughs> three different SKUs on three different generations of platform, and they are going to sell another million. Ugh. Billion. It's a wild, <laughs> it's a wild world. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, so those are the games that will be playing. Other than that, you know, I, I download, I haven't really went through all the Game Pass games because it's about two, three hundred of those games on the Game Pass, and that's really what Xbox is trying to sell with Game Pass. <sighs> it's the best deal in the oh. world. Is that comparable about with the PS, with the PlayStation? We pay 65 a year. Plus, yeah. The PlayStation Plus had nothing on it, you know. <laughs> I'm just being. You know, I'm saying, what do y'all pay for Xbox subscription a year? Mm, I just play um monthly. You can I pay um fifteen a month. Oh damn! Why, why don't you just get all the time? Uh, PC games too. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, and then they now they got the cloud, the X cloud, and you can take the game and play it on your phone, and your controller mm-hmm. automatically hooks up to it. Mm-hmm. Phone. If you have an Android, that's, yeah, for sure. And that's uh, something. And then you cool. play on the PC. That's why people on the PC love it because now they play on the PC, and you don't need neither game system when you run the uh, PC. Is that what like Steam or Stadium is for? Stadia is for? Steam, but Stadia, that's about to be extinct. You got to have. Um, Tell that to um, YouTube. That won't fight stop playing a goddamn ad. Every time I open up yeah. anything to do with video games, Stadium! Sounds like, according to them, they're the biggest streaming game company in the world. They're about to knock Steam out the paint. You're telling me different. No, Steam, ain't nothing knocking Steam out. 
they they library is, is is hella crazy. Then when you can go on there and buy a game that you pay on the system with because everybody forgetting the PlayStation games and most see especially PlayStation because y'all still gonna have to buy y'all games. So you're gonna mm-hmm. be paying a hundred dollars for each game. Well, um, on the Xbox, the lovely thing about the Game Pass, all the new games gonna come on the Game Pass first. So that's just part of my fifteen dollars subscription. Oh. And on Steam, on the computer, you only paying twenty dollars for a game anyway. What compared to like sixty? Compared to a hundred now, yeah. PlayStation and Xbox New are going to be a hundred dollars for the games. Yeah, and PlayStation games, even Xbox games too. Boy, it's taxing. Yeah, so the people Ooh. who play, the people who just bought Call of Duty spent like eighty five hundred dollars on the regular, just basic none. I'm talking about with none of the DLC it uh, added to it or none of that. They paid like eighty five ninety. So thank you. You add the DLC content. That's another twenty dollars, and it's taking up a, a third of your game. Um, like if you on the um, PlayStation, and once you download Call of Duty, you probably can only put four more games on your system. <laughs> Yo, fucking Red Dead is a hundred ten fucking gigs. I got a terabyte, and that's just it's a tenth of my uh, storage. It probably ain't even a true terabyte once you, you know, format it. Probably 910 oh. gigs or some shit. <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah. And see, um, what? PlayStation got, um, Xbox got a terabyte on there, but once you um put the operating system on it, you go down to like 900-something gigabytes, um, PlayStation ain't even that. It's like 800, uh, 700-something gigabytes, but once you put the operating system on there, it drops it to like 646 points. So just think about it. The um, Call of Duty is like 130, almost 150 gigs. Well, supposedly, and, well, you can confirm or deny this, uh, Xbox or PlayStation Five loading screens are they say are pretty non-existent or as non-existent as oh you know, the loading screens, screens on speak. on neither system is the best thing about except on some of the games that have to um they're still trying to continue to update like you got the little Destiny waiting on scenes you still it ain't how it used to be it's better than what it used to be but you know but. On um, some of the games, like and Miles Morales, nose up, hmm. just like that. All right. So all that stuff is great. All right, moving on from the video, Coach Cash. Uh, so yeah, so what's uh, what's on your mind, wrestling wise? Wrestling wise, hey yeah, like y'all was saying, man, that Drew and uh, Rain Roman uh, confrontation was amazing. They. After fucking Drew for a few weeks, they boost him back up in just one episode. It's like coming back and you done had two bad and you done had two bad albums and you come back with one hot verse on a hot song. And he bounced back. Yeah, that was yeah, amazing. I, I like that. I don't know what, what what the last three weeks have been. You know, it's, 
It's real weird. And like you said, in a day or in a week, they in two episodes in a SmackDown and then a Raw or a Raw SmackDown Raw got the man back over and like, oh okay, this is and um, ready to see these matchups. I'm I'm a watch. Um, Cam, since Cam was shit, um, being a stand earlier, I'm a, I'm a watch that um <laughs> Young Bucks match. Yeah, top flight, man. Top flight got it, man. Yeah. It should be fun to see. But I want, I still want to tell everybody, um, them them two them two teams of them um, four black guys. Rasta a match that was to me was better than any other um young Bucks match that I ever seen. So you know, I don't care what nobody has to say about it. Absolutely. And, and they don't have all them spots and all that shit that everybody be watching their matches for. And they told the in ring story. So hey, what do I know? But hey, I'm gonna watch that and the next two matches. Um, uh, and the next match I watch that Cody. Darby Allen versus um um Taz Crew, you know. With Cage so, and uh, Starks. Yeah, Cage and Starks. Yeah. yeah. And then um I want to see what Leon Ruff do, and then his um since he got another, they making him wrestle on Johnny Gargano again. See do they um see do they let him win the title and then try to move it on to somebody else? Which my idea was. Um, you did that to get that out of that field, and you're gonna let Johnny and um Damian Priest feud it out. But then this is a way to transition that title over to to somebody Pat McAfee else. crew. Yeah. yeah, to Pat McAfee crew, maybe um yeah, they let Pete Dunn win it. Pete Dunne, yeah. Put that on Pete yeah. Dunn. And then Pete Dunn versus Kyle O'Reilly after the war game, and that's what they feuding for. And you continue that um, singles push slowly of um, Kyle O'Reilly. Because I know them two probably give a monster of a match. Oh, so, hey. Boom. So, and then I'm going to take over WrestleMania weekend? Yes, sir. Or Rumble weekend, however they want to do it. If you got Rumble weekend first, we don't know. When they gonna have WrestleMania since they talking about they gonna um push the date back or something. Yeah. So whatever whatever they do, we don't wanna see I would I like that outcome. And see if they gonna um on NXT I wanna also see what happened in this real Ripley and um e, uh EO Shirai match. Yeah. See how this goes. Hopefully nobody get called up neither because of uh, I can't, I can't take them fucking up another person again. You know what I'm saying? Vince, <laughs> I just fucking people up. Absolutely. And I hate when people say, "Hey, so which one of these people go get called up?" No, no, don't do that to them, to any one of those people, man. And ruin <laughs> their career. So we gotta stop that. <laughs> Cause uh, all the people I heard talking about Big E gonna get this you know, next push. And gonna be the next challenge of the Roman Reigns. It, uh, after two weeks, they got real quiet. Yeah, hopefully, you know, Survivor Series is this thing not really set for that. Um, you know, hopefully, he's not even on the show. So we let's say that. 
as of right now. He's not on the show or on the team. Yes, you already call you a liar if you were lying. So, that's all. But um, everything about to come on, man. So I'm gonna let y'all go, man. I kept y'all on with the um game talk, though. Yeah, no <laughs> sweat. Keep rambling on too much. All right, man. Talk to you. Day, man. Stay Appreciate safe. you as always. All right. All right. It's Darrell from Georgia. So yeah, on that note, we can uh, <clears throat> start wrapping things up here. Um, yeah, we'll uh, I think that's all the the. I, the 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 Zelina Vega firing, uh, I think, uh, is going to be. It's unfortunate that we gave it. I don't think we gave it the short shrift, but certainly didn't. Uh, that could that could have been story fucking one. <laughs> you know, but keeping our eye on that, and uh, as we will, and, um, we'll be by next week, same time, same channel. Um, yeah, uh, free folks, the ride is over. Rich and I will be by for another hour or so of content over on the VIP channel. So, uh, you VIP folks, click over and we'll be there. We certainly got a lot to talk about. So, until next time, that's Cam. I'm Trav. We out. Yeah.